Hey, 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 this is the Little Cran coming in for you today with the Daily Bread. We came in with a little uh, later episode today because, um, you know, I was busy trying to do some production for, uh, you know, my Hollywood worldwide. So I kind of got caught up. You know what I mean? When you start, when you're, you know, sometimes when you're having fun, you know, you get caught up. So, you know, I, that's something I enjoy. Right now, I have a, 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 a brain problem with uh, the mass of people in hysteria. They're really clouding my brain, my brain right now. And I would appreciate it if the uh, psychic link with the people that they're involved with would stop intruding my brain and back off with their hysterica. They have hysteria because of the fact that they're losing control. So they want to crowd around my brain and they want to say all this hysterical stuff, scream, holler. It, it gets annoying. It's, it's annoying. Listen, when, when you walk in my shoes and God lets you hear the suffering of man, you're special, but believe me, it's weary. It wears you down. It, it, it's, it's something that you don't never want to experience because when they're suffering and they're sick and they're crying and they're hollering, you feel it. And it drains you. It, it drains you from your, you know, your your uh, 100% that you might have had or whatever less of 100 that you had. It drains you. So, you know, when you're... When you're in that position, you know, I don't like to really, uh, you know, talk that sainthood type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because, I, you know, I don't want to consider myself any any different from anybody else. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, it is that way. And, um, uh, but, you know, when you're in those positions, they can consider them like sainthood for you to be able to be in tune with God like that. And, um. You know, my mother was, you know, she's, she's, she's definitely uh, a saint now, and um, she's a martyr, so that's what you did to her, uh, UPMC, Shady Sad. you made a martyr out of my mother, and there's people that's taking up her cause, and also she's a saint, because she was a good woman in this life, and she did good for others, and I'm getting ready to continue her work, and you can help me with your contribution of paying me for the incident at your hospital with my mother. We can wash that all away as far as me continually to hound you about it because of the inappropriate ways that your staff handled their business. Did I put it away you know, in the context for a lawyer to try to, you know, make something out of it? But I'm trying to tell you in a way that I got you covered on trying to, on speaking this, you know, and saying what's going on, and I do keep my word. So when I see the check and I deposit the check, a cashier's check, please, because I want cash. I want to return the cash right away. I don't want them to have to go. That's a lot of money. I don't want them to have to go to try to be checking and going, you know how them banks are with that phony baloney bullshit. So when I cash it, I want it to be cash because I want to do something right away. Get my mother's uh, business, you know, as far as her charitable fund foundation swung into action right away. So she can um, get her credits, get her credits as far as, you know, doing something in this life because she done things, but she didn't get any credit for it. And if she didn't look for it, she, God gave it to her, but from man. I want you to know who my mother really is, really was, really still is.
because she's still here. She's with me now. I brought her on home. I got her a new look. She's younger now. She's like she used to be. She's like that in heaven. She's like that in heaven. She showed me what she looked like. That's that's what she showed me. What she, she showed me what she looked like in my creation. That was my creation, but she showed me what she looks like now. She's beautiful. Beautiful, like Glenny. She's well. She was already a nice looking girl, but look at the enhancement that I put on her face. I mean, the girl looks like she's what in her twenties. Glenny, now you know you ain't seen the twenties in a long time. It's like I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's a sensitive one. I better be cool, cause she'll be like, you know, I'll hear it. But anyway, I'm just trying to express some things. Um, you know, towards the incidents. I hope that Biden gets the, the, the scenario on what's going on because you have to uh, get a new shroud, my friend. Because your old shroud is so damaged. There's no way you can try to do anything with that. And this is where you weren't supposed to be in control of somebody's situation and you've gained control over too many years, 42 years as a matter of, matter of fact and you don't belong there, and you're finding yourself, um, having yourself in a denial state of uh, learning that people want you out of their business. You would want somebody out of yours doing that, my friend. And I say that loosely because I you know, don't want you to think that I'm not your friend even though that we have to battle. See, it's nothing to the point to where I'm trying to make it personal, even though it is with my mother involved. It's not about killing you. It's about you coming to your senses, about the wrongdoings that happened in your company with your predecessor, Obama. I say put it where it lies because he was the one in charge. But, see, I got something for him. You got to be able to stand up and be a man. And be able to admit that you were wrong about what you were doing to this other black man. And you had no business um, in his life wrecking it. But we can put it differently so it can sound better. You're you're charismatic. You know how to put words. But the point I'm saying is this. This has to stop, brother. We can't keep on going on. You can't say you me. I'm in there, you know, doing the RuPaul thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there doing the... uh, Tootsie thing, the Mrs. Doubtfire. But I really call it Geraldine, because that was the very first before even Medea. Flip Wilson had that shit first. And he was pretty good at it, too. You know, he was always threatening you with killer. He's going to get killer to get you. That was old Flip. We love Flip. He was funny. You know, he was amongst the Brat Pack, too. You know, he was a, you know he was in that little pack with Sinatra and all that, you know, Dean and all that. You didn't hear about it a lot. Nipsey Russell was in there. You know, he was a part of the pack. You didn't hear about it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like you would Sammy. Sammy was their spokesman. But he was the one that corralled all of those, you know, guys. You know, uh, you know Harry Bontefele. Harry Bontefele, if I'm pronouncing his name right, Harry Bontefele, 
but anyway, Dale, Dale, daylight coming, me I want to go home. Well, come on home then. The Lord's here, and Jesus. Jesus is back. You know what I'm saying? The Lord's back. I think we're getting the house in order for God to be able to have his playground and do his playing in it. And his playing is not like Lucifer's. It's more pleasant, more good for you if you look in it and find some good. You got to find some good in something in order for you to get the good. Because if you look at everything bad all the time, then you won't get the good. You'll miss it because... It's like you got to, you got to, you know, you know, you know that old saying, you have to make your own happiness. Well, that's what you have to do with this. You have to make your own happiness. Even in jail, my, I'm going to talk to my jail family because, you know, I mean, you know, I've been there. I've been locked up and all that. You know, I haven't been locked up as more, as long as you have, but I've had a taste of being behind them bars and sleeping on the cold ass beds. This hell, this hard as hell, but, and, uh, no mattress. But um, I didn't sleep. I'm going to tell you that. I stayed the fuck up. You know, I was like, Freddy Krueger was going to be in my dream. I wasn't going to sleep. In there? How can you? But, you know, the thing about it is, is um, it's a beautiful day today. I have to say that. I have to put that on the record. It is one beautiful day. It started off chilly, but the... It's a beautiful spring day. I, you know what? I wish my my family could have some visuals, and we uh, we're gonna work on a visual so you can be able to visually see anchor and be able to have you know anchor members visually be seen. Somehow we gotta work that out. And another thing, I want to get the uh, phone buzzing for people to ask questions, you know, and you can reply. You know what I'm saying? Because I think we don't got big enough with our audience that we can get that. Because I want to, you know, I want to do some upgrades for, you know, everyone and, you know, a lot of ways. But, um, you know, as far as that jail, you know, I'm coming in there. I want to see you. I want to be able to meet you. I am not afeard. Just don't ride while I'm in there. It's like, I'm just kidding. But, uh, I'm not afeard, you know, I'm, I'm not afeard because uh, the fact of the matter is I feel we're family. And I'm not trying to exclude anybody. I'm talking about the whites, too, because I don't want you to feel like, well, you know, the niggers just left us out, you know. But, you know, the thing about it is, is, you know, because we would have said, yeah, the hunkies left us out. You know what I'm saying? You know, the crackers left us out. You know what I mean? So we know you're saying it, too. You know what I mean? It's It's okay. White people, you can you can you can voice your opinion when you feel you're being left out. You know, don't don't just don't do anything irrational and you know cause any problems. Just maybe somebody might have uh, forgot you and might remember tomorrow. You don't you don't know. You know what I mean? So give it a chance before you start judging it. You know what I mean? And that goes the same thing for you blacks. Same thing. Don't judge the cover. The book will always always read itself when you read it. Me, I'm a tough nut to crack, so don't try to crack me. I, I, you know, I will resist to the very end. You know what I'm saying? I would be the type of person in the POW comp to just die. You know, you try to torture me, just kill me. Get it over with. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I don't kiss and tell. The only thing I do is fight for civil rights and tell. Now, uh, again, Rosa Parks, uh, Miss Rosa Parks, the, the lovely Rosa Parks, who was the civil rights activist. Let me tell you about a little quick story about her. I mean, it was it's nothing you know wrong or anything like that. But um, when she was, uh, you know, living in the South years ago, that incident on the bus was not meant to be a civil rights statement. The woman was just tired from her bunions being so sore working all day and she needed a seat. And she voiced that opinion to them about it. And that's when the whites told her, we'll go to the back of the bus. She said, well, there's no seats back there. There's one right here and I can sit right here. And that sparked it all right there because she had bunions. You know what I'm saying? She, and she didn't really have bunions, but she had sore feet from working hard all day. And so the blacks came to her after it happened and they supported her on the bus and everything. But after it happened, they came to her and said, well, we want to make this a civil rights movement about the buses uh, not letting us sit at the front of the bus. And she told him, well, you know, really, to be honest with you, I have to be honest with everybody that it wasn't really, really meant to be a civil rights movement. It was meant to be me being tired of being on my feet all day and I would just wanted to sit down. she allowed them to do it anyway because it was for the black cause it was something positive and constructive so okay let it let it be let it be sweet words of wisdom let it be you know what i'm saying so they let it be and you know she went on and uh was the spokesman she didn't really do too many too much too many engagements but she let them use her for an extortionist fee because she knew that these people were going to extort her anyway. So she had to get hers because it would have been like um, the blue suede shoes incident with Colonel Tom Parker or Colonel Tom Tucker. But anyway, where's the, she, you know, he only paid the woman, the, uh, the guy, 50 bucks for the blue suede shoes uh, song. And like the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken black woman who sold the idea for 50 bucks for the recipe. Now, you know, that was just ludicrous. Ludicrous. And uh, that's just one of those things to where, as you know, you try to uh, look at in a more positive note. I have uh, a lot of, uh, you know, family in that house that... Um, you know, has been overlooked on a lot of things. And I just want to just bring some tension to them. So, I mean, it's not like you're snitching about anything. I mean, if you have, you know, um, you know, if you feel that you can get better, con you know, living conditions on something, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it like, you know, you, you're, you're telling on anybody, but you're just saying where, you know, there might be some faults on being a little bit more comfortable. Just because you're in jail, that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, um, subject to uh, torture. You know what I mean? Because that makes... That, you know, when the uh, establishment does that, that spreads throughout the house. And that makes you feel that you have to do it to someone else. Because you haven't, it, you've been having it been done to you. So, you know, the uh, warden and all the other people, as far as the uh, guards, they have to come to some sensitivity levels too. And get some um, training on some things as far as how to deal with the inmates. 
and the inmates get some trainings on how to deal with the warden and the uh, staff as far as the uh, security. Because, you know, I used to be security once. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be in the incidents. I mean, I used to do that job, that not in the jail, but I used to be security for years. And I wouldn't want it to get out of control because of, uh, you know, something simple. Because I would want to be known as one of those ones that's really, you know, I'm cool with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them, but I am, but I'm not. I understand your plight. I understand you ended up here for whatever reasons, but I'm not here to persecute you because of that. <clears throat> now, the only thing that I really say something bad about is um, if it's actually true and when you actually, you know, find someone in there. I'm not saying that it is. And um, but, you know, with, you know, the rapist guys, I don't really see that too much as something that I can really, you know, look at as, you know, um, cool. You know, because, you know, taking a woman of her body or a man, any, you know, any type of way is, uh, you know, inappropriate. You know, you ask and when you ask you, and they and they're tell you, they tell you no, then you got to go by it. I know you be hot and steamy, but you got to let it go. You know what I'm saying? The natives are restless. We have the children out. The children are playing. They just got out of school not a couple hours ago. But they're out and about. It's a nice day. So while you're in there incarcerated, you can hear the children outside playing. Just uh, fantasize and think that there might be one of yours in that bunch. You know what I'm saying? They're safe. I'm watching them. I'm overlooking them out here. I have the children and uh, they're uh, pretty much safe. So, so far, so good. Let's keep it that way. And parents, you get yourselves on in this too. I want to see your faces. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we'll talk about some things. But, uh, like I said, uh, on the current events, um, you have to really look at the fact that this Biden thing is really a extortionist thing because I can't see that being all serious for it to be a war. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it must be that, um, and I'm not trying to really bash him. You know, I'm just trying to really make a point that Putin must really got a grip on you. And this is what I'm trying to say. You know, if you take my deal, you shake the fleas on the extortionists. The extortionist fleas you shake. So you, you got to take my deal. You got to you got to lose the win. I lost the win. So you got to take my pattern. You got to lose your wealth to get it back maybe later. And you will with this plan because I will. You're going to give me mine in order for you to get yours. But you're going to get it the right way. You're going to work for it. You're not going to do an extortion because that is a lazy man's crime. Extortion is a lazy man's crime. Because anybody can pickpocket anybody. You get to the places where their money is distri distributed and see if someone would extort. And that where, you, where right there is where you intercept it at. And they'll never see it. So we know your game, song trader. And the rest of you. All I'm saying is this. Get lumped or don't. Which one you want, song trader? Get lumped or don't get lumped? To be, to be, or not to be. Get lumped or not to be lumped. That is the question. I wouldn't want to get lumped. Because these guys are brutal. 
I mean, hey. I mean, they're my guys, but that's the reason why they're brutal. I want the, the most brutalest, you know, um, sons of bitches. And they ain't sons of bitches, but you know what I mean. This is something that has to stop so we can get life going on the right way. Because this is the angels, my people. This is not the demons, so you have to stop doing what you're doing. God said, and within this you can be naughty, but you cannot do what you did, what you did before you came to him to do this. You can be naughty. You know, all the people can be naughty because he knows that he didn't make you perfect like him. To And even him, he's not really a perfect image because he made a mistake and followed Lucifer down in the basement. So he does have a flaw. And now you know what that is? It's not being stupid. It's trusting. He trusted Lucifer to be honorable at his word. <laughs> Lucifer? Nah, we knew that. He will never be honest about anything. And that was the problem with God because he's too trusting. But he learned. He learned something. And so did Jesus, because Pontius Pilate had him, the entity. So they learned, you know, the you know, sadistic ways of these entities and creatures that uh, bump in the night. So why do we even entertain the thought of uh, trying to do anything with this? Give me the money so we can get the honey started. And the uh, dollar for a dollar. Come on, Biden. Come on, man. You know you like that. You got a whole ass dollar. And you got saved up money with a whole ass dollar. You got a dollar for a dollar, man. But the only thing is I got to touch it. It got to come through my hands and for it to work. See, I always have some stipulations and things. You know what I'm saying? Because you would just cut me right out. Like you did before. I'm not saying, you know, my family would. The ones that are family now. The ones before, yeah. Because they ended up in there with you. But the point is, is you have to learn from your mistakes. Because if I'm coming at coming to you telling you this is God's law. Right there, that should have uh, thrown a red flag up. Because you know, I don't come like this, you know, you know, throwing God at you or, you know, giving you the fire and brimstone about God or, you know, just doing it like that. I let you make up your own decision because when it comes down to it, it's just like this. You can tell a person that you got to go to rehab. You're sick. You got to go to the rehab. You send them to the rehab. They get out. They get to doing it again. They didn't get nothing out of it because you sent them to the rehab. See, the only way they're going to get cured is they have to make up their mind to go to the rehab and cure themselves by participating in a way to where they can function better. Believe me, I used to work at the rehab. I used to work at the rehab. Uh, how you doing there, Transitions? Pyramid? You remember me? Michael Dean. Yep, this is Michael Dean. This is Robin's brother. Remember Robin? She passed away. Remember Percy? 
He passed away too. That's my father. That was my sister. You know me. I was your maintenance and definitely slash everything. Because you had everybody doing everything in there. But how are you? How are you, Pyramid? You extorted me too, you know. You owe me a few bucks. So let's work it out, okay? Former employee. Employer, I'm sorry. I'm the employee. <laughs> but listen, um, all jokes aside, listen. Pay your end of your extortion uh, pyramid as far as things. And, you know, uh, we can uh, maybe knock down some percentage, percentages just for old time's sake. Baby, rock me for old time's sake. You know what I'm saying? Sherry, where you at, girl? I know you you still working for them every now and then. Sherry Banks. That's that's now that's one superficial superficial woman. But she's my friend though. And I say that in niceness. I don't say that in negativity. I know you got me too, baby, but you know, it's time to pay the paper, baby. And we can work it out. It's it's like, you know, percentages, you know what I'm saying? And uh you um you get out of trouble, sweetheart. You got to pay. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Dre got you all in trouble. The city got you all in trouble. Art Rooney got you all in trouble with the extortion. I wish I could have helped the guy without him having... He keeps coming in here thinking that he can get my end of the black and gold. And it's not his. It's just the color. Anybody can have the black and gold. Just because the Steelers got it. I think due to the fact, Art Rooney... Sorry, Sherry. Hold on for a minute. I do to the fact that uh, Art Rooney, I think if you do be in the helms on anything or anybody else be in the helms on anything, I mean, because you really did commit some crimes, but you have to change the color, man, because that's your old color in the bad. You understand? This is a new day and a new way, so you have to change and you have to adapt my financial plan for you and um, take it and make your your employers, I mean employees, a part of your football team. Stocks and profiting. McDonald's does it all the time. They earn money while working with you. I mean, you have it to a certain degree with uh, sponsorships and everything like that, but that's not enough when it comes to um, a lot of other things. The basic sponsorships is not enough. So that's why you would do that. Now back to you, Sherry. What you been doing this these days, girl? You been all right? You still helping them women? I know you still styling. I know that. Wherever your ass is, I know you styling. You ain't going to come out the side without looking good. And ain't, you know, you, you know, you know, you're like my old girlfriend. She was like, I was like that too when I was younger. So, you know, I'm not teasing you to be funny. Um, But she's like that. She'll dress up and have nowhere to go. I mean, she'll end up eventually finding somewhere to go. But wherever she goes, she got to be dressed accordingly. Styled. The ensemble got to be in place. Boop, 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 pow. You know what I'm saying? It can't be boop, 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 clip. It can't trip. It got to be boop, 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 pow. You know what I mean? From head to toe. So, you know, that's when you know you got a superficial woman. Superficial. But it's okay. 
You want your woman to care about herself to look good. Now my cousin, she's beautiful. Beautiful black woman. But she's superficial. Beautiful though. I mean, nice personality, everything, all that. But, you know, when you get to primping and stuff, you know. I love the girl. Don't get me wrong. She won't let me get close to her though. With this COVID, you know, ain't no COVID. That's a lie, Marie. Ain't no COVID. I don't have the cooties. And you don't either. Cousins. <laughs> but anywho, so Sherry, what's been what's been popping? What's been cracking? I know you trying you saying I'm a killer. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But I don't you know, I don't showcase that to show off. I mean, that's something I, I got to do just to survive. I'm surviving the game like iced tea. These crackers have me on the run. And they still got him on the run with car shield. <laughs> you better get your ass out of there, man. You know, them dudes going to have you in trouble. You done already almost got sued once because they make you the spokesman. I seen Vivica fine ass motherfucking fox. With a purpley Barney skirt dress or whatever you want to call that. But I wanted to eat it up. Now that's a fine bunch of bones there. But Car Shield, baby, it doesn't suit you. I got something better for you. Daddy got something better for you. You know what I'm saying? You can do a lot better. And you can do good by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't need them. It's something you put investments into and you try to keep before the extortion. But listen, you're artists. You're artists. You're an actress, my dear. Fine one at that. Red Fox really made a fine ass daughter. 50 Cent's stupid. But the point I'm saying is this. Out of, you, know, I, you know, the thing about it is you have to get yourselves motivated to a point to where you have to find yourself. Because that's the only way you're going to get out is to do you. It started doing me. I don't want to do you. I mean, I want to do you, Vivica. I want to do you. But I'm not talking about that way. I'm talking about, you know, until you do something to project your own image into the situation and make it business, then you won't succeed, my sister, my fine-ass sister. You understand? Until you... Get with the brother. Don't be um, trying to keep me as a leper because the simple fact is um, I'm going to break out of this bitch. I'm not going to stay still and everything going to stay gridlocked and I'm going to ball block everything. Jay-Z don't have shit on me on ball blocking. I'm going to make your ass real miserable till you let me out of here. So uh, I know they made you wear that purple dress to try to get my attention. And a tight one at that. Hugging all the right places, I tell you, it was. I wish I was a skirt. But, uh, whatever that was. Dress, skirt. But it was pretty, pretty purple. Purple, it was an purple color. Cut my eye, baby. But, uh, anywho, um... I'm just basically focusing on um, the uh, 
current events at hand. You know what I'm saying? And that's you too. I'm not trying to leave you out, and especially my my lockdown family. I mean, I felt like I was locked down with them for all these 42 years. So I, I think I did a 42-year bid so far and still counting family. 42 years? What would that be? Maxing out? I think it would be. So uh, with that and said, we know, with that said, we know what to do when you get your pay. Ain't that right, Chuck? But uh, the thing about it is, is you love to hate me for the wrong reasons. I don't want you to hate me. I want you to love me. I don't want you to love me in the, Marsha, John, Marsha, not like that. Not like that. Like this. Do unto me as I do unto you, brother, sister. And judge me by my merit, brother. Don't judge me by what another brother or sister says about me. Unless it's good. So when you see me, you look at me raw and defined because the simple fact is I'm like TNT. At times I can be explosive. Unstable. In nature. Because of the fact that uh, I never was the one to get pushed around a lot. I never did like that. So, you know, I find out, you know, different ways to protect myself and fight. So I teach how to fight the art of fighting without fighting. But you're fighting. So all I'm asking you to do is just, just remember the fact that, you know, uh, I'm the type of person that you judge by merit, not by what everybody else says about me. Because I'm not going to judge you by what people say about you. I'm going to judge you by, and I'm not going to really judge you. I'm just going to really make my decision on you by how you treat me. I don't like the word judge because we go before too many of them, you know what I mean? And things don't go right. So that was because it was the demons. See what I'm saying? Even my people in jail, locked down, have a, have a better chance now of getting their life in order because things are in the good now. You see what I'm saying? So you went, be, went before those parole boards and you were in there and you uh, were in the demon side of it. So of course you were going to be denied. The demons were denying you. Now you have the angels governing over you to make decisions. Not saying it's going to be all that easy because if you're not forthright and you're not redeemed or you haven't done anything to show God that you really deserve a second chance, then um, things won't go the right way that it's supposed to go. But other than that, it will. So this is your chance to look at life a lot different because the angels are involved of it, involved in it. And the angels are the best part of it. Don't ever think that you're going to be left behind with an angel. They are pretty much... <laughs> couldn't get it out. 
miraculous. They're special. There are, you know, entities that are good for man. Angels. The demons, not good for man. We got to uh, sit them down and have some anger management talking because they have anger management. And uh, they have daddy issues because of Satan, you know. So, and, uh, you know, those type of things that kind of complicate things. But in the long run, you know, we're okay with the fact of trying to get ourselves back on track. And having Satan subdued. So, on that said, I, I figure everybody should keep a, a, a stip up of her lip. You know how they used to say, keep a stiff off her lip. You know, keep a stiff off her You know, he's drunk. Keep a stiff off her lip. What'd you say? Keep a stiff off her lip. Oh, okay. I got you now. A stiff upper lip. That's what I said. Okay. That's what you didn't say. But okay. Anywho. <laughs> um, the drunk has spoken. Was he Irish? I don't know. But um, the thing I'm trying to say is this. Um, we are trying to get things back on track for us to be able to have a better society. Don't you think, Joe Biden? What you think, bud? You're in? Are you in on it? Are you still sleeping? You know, I'm sensitive about these things. You know that little chick? That was me doing the voiceover. You know, I know how to, you know, do a little uh, ham and hawking. And I don't like to mention ham in my repertoire because, you know, I'm Muslim. I accept the Islam faith and, um, you know, my um, stepmother, you know, she played a little trick on me the other day. And, well, you know, could you go down the street and get me something for Stephanie? Stephanie, she's sending me something up to the house. Of course, Fefe, I'll go get you. Goes down there and Stephanie tells me, well, here's the ham. What? Now, you know I'm not trying to carry this pig up the street. So I comes in the door and I said, ha, 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 Fefe. The joke's on me. You got me to go down there and get the ham. You got the Muslim to go down and get the ham. She just smiled and laughed. I did too. It didn't really bother me. I just don't like being next to the pig. You know what I mean? It didn't. It really didn't. She was trying to be funny. See if I would be funny with her. But I have a sense of humor. You see me on here all the time. I'm clowning all the time. So a lot of times I clown myself. Purposely, not because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I do know what I'm doing, but purposely I do that. To try to let you know that I'm clowning your ass and I'm a clown me too. So, get used to the fact that we're going to be doing that. Now, I don't know. I'm not tired at all, but I just yawned. Ain't that something? But um, I, you're not boring. Far from. Even though you're not talking back, 
mentally, I know you. I hear you. I see you in my head. It's not, you know, when I talk like this, people be like, he's nuts. You know, he's nuts. He didn't crack this belfry. Somebody has toys in the attic. The light's not on, and he's not home. The ball has been knocked out of the park in his head, but uh, anyway. Home run. But, um, no, it's serious. When you talk, you know, angels and demons, you get to talking eccentric like Howard Hughes. And people don't know what you're talking about, but they understand something. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Howard, man, that man wouldn't touch anything. He wore gloves, had, you know what? He had the mask before we did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had all that on. He was the shuttle news. <laughs> you know, he was that. But um, he managed to get through a lot. You know, he made his first uh, big albatross uh, airplane. Only thing is, he was so big, he couldn't even get it off the ground barely. Back to the drawing board. Kind of like uh, Sir Richard when he's using my money to do the exploration in space. Ain't that right, Sir Richard? Extorting me with the Virgin Mobile, the cell phone. You know what I mean? When I was with you, man, I'm going to tell you, your phones is the worst. You was extorting me bad, man. And then the phone wouldn't have work. I was calling you all the time. Now, your airlines, that's a different thing. I haven't been on Virgin Airlines. But I did like you, man, for this reason. When you did that show, and it was a daredevil stunt show, crazy show, you were doing some crazy things. But you told the people that you wouldn't do nothing. I was impressed about this part. You told the people that you wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't tell them to do anything that you wouldn't do. And you went up there and did it. Walk between two balloons on a, a tightrope or something. Now that took a lot of balls. But the wifey said, okay now, stay your ass up there and fall. Because I got you the big insurance policy. And big insurance policy. And if you fall and crack your egg, I'm paid. So he brought his ass from down there. Well, up there. He got he stopped doing it because he said his wife said it was too risky. That's the reason why that show got canceled. But I like the show though. But one thing about you though, Sir Richard, you were a man of your word. Everything that your panelists did, you did first. Now, I don't know if you were stupid or not, but uh way to go. Because I showed them that you wouldn't ask him to do something that you wouldn't do. That means a lot to people. Because when you tell people to do something, well, is you doing it? You know what I mean? That's what they, the first thing they say. Is you doing it? No, I'm not doing it, but uh, I know who he is. All I'm saying is, keep yourself to a point to where you can keep yourself recovering and moving on and advancing to another level. That's why I keep going. It's not that, uh, you know, when you stop and settle for being in one spot and stagnant, it can kind of get 
complicated with uh, truth because you don't you're not moving with the vibes and all the different things that's going down to be able to get the truth you know and I want to be in a situation where I have the truth the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help me God and uh, that's the way it is going to be in the big city you know what I'm saying? The truth. Because we need the truth. We need God's truth. We need all kinds of truth in our life. Can we get the truth? Can the truth get us? Because God's always trying to subject us to the truth by letting us know what we're doing that's not right. So, there's the truth. I want to let you know that each day that you go and you think about God, he will always keep you in his favor. Even when you think that he's uh, let you down. I get like that. I get weary sometime. But he hasn't let you down, people. He's just God. And he does things godly the way he feels that he needs to do it. And we have to be at bay to that fact and wait. Be patient. Don't always want to rush something because when you rush it, sometimes it might not come out right. Yep. Uh -huh. So the point, the point that I'm trying to say to you is that I'm just listening to the natives. They're not restless today like before. So we got some positive activity. We got some positive activity on what's going on. Uh, and we're trying to do the best to try to do things in a perspective to where we just enjoy the day. Because it's a beautiful day. I wish I could show you pictures. I wish I, I can get, have some visuals for you, you know, especially my inmate, you know, you know, family that is listening, you know, that way. Because if I had it going on like that, believe me, you would, you know, really, really feel a part of everything and um, you would enjoy it. Listen, everybody plays the fool sometime. There's no exceptions to the rule. <coughs> Excuse me. But when you uh, play the fool in a situation where you're just playing, then you're not getting nothing from it. So that's when you uh, try to understand something that can get you through it and get you some understanding a lot better than what you have. You know, you don't never want to be in a situation without understanding, my friend, because God's there to give you the biblical sense so you can understand when you are weary and you don't know. Because I've been weary plenty of times just recently. I'm not going to lie. You know, I had questions for God and I asked questions and I had doubt and I might have said some things mentally that he, you know, was 
okay, any other time, you know, you know, I would get you for that. But no, it wasn't really that serious. But at the same time, I kind of questioned the fact of some things. So he pretty much, you know, said he understood because he had the reason why I had those doubts is because he had them and I was feeling him in his uh, turmoil. Picking, I was picking up on that. So I guess he's in me. I don't know. He's in all of us, I guess. Sometimes, you know, you just got to realize these things and just put give it to God. My mother always said that before she died in the hospital. And they told her it was the angels and demons and God's not at home. She said she was scared. But I knew what she was afraid of. It wasn't this life she was afraid of. It was dying and knowing God wasn't there. When she got with her family and her little brother, she was a twin. My mother was a twin. Her twin died at birth. It was a boy. She was playing with him, and I know the reason why she wouldn't come back to me when she was in the hospital because she was having fun with him. He was telling her to come on. It was her time because it was induced. And unfortunately for me, I couldn't stop it because the simple fact that the... uh, Common Pleas had granted a colony guardianship over my mother. And the hospital was telling me at Shadyside UPMC that someone in the Common Pleas has guardianship of your mother. And I said, who? And they kept saying, someone. Well, I found out from my investigation, it was O'Cauley, the female judge down there. She took my mother and extorted her. So, it's something to consider on that situation that uh, couldn't better a situation. You know what I'm saying? We're all God's children. We're all his flock. All you have to do is just bring it back to God. Let him assess the situation and give you his opinion legally, just like a lawyer would. So you would have the averages on knowing exactly what your situation really is. Because who more can tell you than your God lawyer? You know what I'm saying? Make God your lawyer and you'll get your troubles through a lot better. Make God your lawyer. Make him your doctor. So when you go to the doctors, Dr. God will be there. My mother used to say, Dr. God. Dr. God. I remember everything mama said. I love mama. I love her so much. I miss her. I really do. And I ain't going to never stop saying that. But I know I'm doing her work now. And I feel closer to her now than ever. And that's the reason why I want the money for the charitable fund. Because that would continue my endangered service to her in the afterlife. It would make me feel good in this life. Because I'm still being an indentured servant to my mother. Helping her with this charitable fund to feed the hungry, clothe them, do what they have to do. Maybe help them with some book bags, whatever, the kids or whatever. I don't know whatever it deems. I have to get with my team that I put together and see fit on what to do. Um, I'll take in p- opinions. I have 
an idea of what to do, but I'll take in other opinions besides myself too on some things. Because I, I know for a fact that uh, um, I was working, you know, in the system with the homeless and the shelters and different things just before this all ended with me being thrown out the house for no reason of my own house that Joe spent the money for my royalties to buy. So what I'm trying to say is that um, due to the fact that we're in that situation and doing that um, with trying to get some betterment out of this situation, we have to do changes. And that's the reason why December 31st, their old game has expired because of the fact that they are on the wrong path. It's not the demons anymore. It is the angels. And as much as you, like in the early stages, this is the baby stages of the angels because we haven't had it in a long time. I don't think if ever the angels been here. It's always been the demons because when God left heavens to go follow Lucifer to see about the evil I think that was the only time I really do believe that but on that said I would like to say to you today be a better person to your neighbor and your neighbors be a, a better person to you cellmates be a better person to your next door neighbor on both sides Hopefully, they'll do the same to you. We don't want anybody shanked in our house. So, be nice. Because there's other ways. There's other ways. You don't have to go for the fatality. You know what I mean? Fatality. You don't have to go for that. Only thing you have to go for is bettering yourself. And hoping that God sees fit. That when it's your time, inmates, and if you are a lifer, this is for my lifer people, sisters and brothers. Let me tell you something. You are free in your mind while you're locked up. No one can take that from you. Don't you know I travel outside my mind and do things all the time. Take me to other places and know about other things. That's what your, tele your telepathy does. And it Take that burger back to the cell late at night. Eat that burger when you and think about that time you and your girl went out for burgers at the mall shop. You know what I'm saying? And relive it. And it'll make you feel better in the morning because you took your mind to a positive place. You didn't just stay in that rut. But the day you get out is the day that you're free. And for you lifers, that might not be until you die, brother, but your soul be done went on ahead of you. So when you go out the door, brother, your soul ain't nowhere near you. It's gone to where your destination is going to be because you're going to go with God. Your body's just a shell. My mother's body was just a shell. It was just dirt going, going back to dirt. I wanted to have a service for her, but they denied me the fact because of the evilness of the devil side of it you know it wouldn't allow me to have anything good because of the fact that the demonic side had the demons 
But now this is the angels and you have to really abide by the angels, people. You can't keep breaking God's rules and his law. You can't keep breaking God's law. And on that note, I'll say, walk in the path of the righteous, be good, and enjoy your day because God is in his house and he's home. Peace.